a novel starts like baseball, and then eventually you know it's going to, you, you know how it's going to end. It ends when you win or when you get to the end of the novel, but you just start and you just go, and it'll end when it ends, and you find, you know, your way going through it, which has been really wonderful. Like what you, that sound bite you played of Rod Sterling, you just sit down and you just go. Mm-hmm. And I've been, like these mystery, like this mystery I just did, you know, the one that's coming out, and I've just finished the follow-up that'll come up next year because it's the beginning of a series. I wrote them without outlines. I kind of had an idea what the ending was. Well, in the one that's coming out, I knew what the ending was. But the one I just finished, the one that's coming out a year from now, I started it. I had a great hook. I had no idea who did it, how they did it. I go, you know what? I've been doing these kind of stories for 30, 40 years. I'll figure it out as I go along. To and have, it's exciting. To have that kind of confidence and trust in yourself is fantastic to be able to rely on that. Um, last question. Just like Frank DeFord here, I'll, I'll play the soundbite, talks about even though he's a sports writer, it's really not about the sport. It's not about the game. I never wanted to cover the games. I was lucky that I had to for seven or eight years. It was wonderful. The, the excerpt that you used this, this week, Sports Illustrated, is about the NBA. And to have to cover it and, and to, to be in the locker room and, and to, you know, sort of to be not just the kid but the private first class, to be sitting there and, and to, to get to know athletes and to travel and, and do all that. I'm glad that I had uh, almost a decade of it. But at, at that point, I knew I couldn't do that anymore. I did not want to grow old as Mr. Basketball, you know, who knew all the facts and all the figures. I never cared about that. His editor said to him, it doesn't really matter what you're writing about. It's just how well you write. Steve Jobs used to say the journey is the reward. It's in a mystery, in a, in a killer thriller. Yeah, you find out who actually did it. But as a writer, for you, it must be the journey, right? That's where all the fun is of how you color in the painting and all the, the characters and what they're thinking and the suspense that the bomb is underneath their chair, but they just don't know it. It must be just a thrill to be able to color it all in. You know, what's most important to me are the characters. It was, you know, it's one of the reasons when I read these novels I've collected, people write 20, 30 books about the same characters. The plots are great, but you're really watching the characters grow up. And mm-hmm. In The Last Commandment, it's about three characters. It's about a Scotland Yard cop who's retiring in three weeks. You know, his wife died a year ago. He's literally estranged from his daughter for some reason. And, and then the series of murders happens. It starts in London. That ends up taking him to New York, where there's a young cop who he has to work with, and he starts to get reconnected with his daughter. And it's about those three characters, and the series of books will be about them. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, the the serial killer that's in the book, and the the murders are really like an engine to be able to tell the tale of the story. You know that the you know about these characters that I want. That's what you know, bringing it full circle. That's what was so great, and why Rod Serling to me was so brilliant. You know. Um, uh, is like you say, you know, he there was about climate change in the Midnight Sun. That was the name of the episode you were talking about, you know, mm-hmm. that you've been playing clips from. Um, I always tell my students and I tell writers that there's, you know, the kind of stories that are important to me. And one of my favorite Twilight Zones was a thing called Walking Distance. It was one of the first ones with, a, with an actor named Gig Young, and it's about a, an advertising executive who's, you know, you know, a, 
he's not happy in life and he gets stranded and he goes back to a small hometown and suddenly he's in his hometown when he was there. It's 30 years earlier. He's like in the hometown. It's, it's back when he was a child. And he actually runs into himself and he runs into his father. So you have this whole time travel element. But what the whole story builds up to is actually him actually talking to his father and, and he's the same age as his father. And his father is telling me he has to go back to wherever he came from. He says, you know, you, you know this is this little boy's summer. It's not your summer. And he tells, you know, his son, who's now his same age in this weird, you know, Twilight Zone way, he says, is it that really that bad where you're from? And he says, I thought so, Pop, but maybe not. And it allows him to go back to the future, to the present, in a better state of mind. And what Serling really wanted to write was a character study, and he just used the genre piece as something that was really interesting. And that's mm-hmm. what I think the really great mystery writers and thrillers and I aspire to do, is to find, you know, great plots but to really talk about character, and that's what's really exciting. That's why you're so amazing. Scott, those students are lucky to have you at the University of Texas, and we're lucky to have you as well. The book comes out Tuesday, and it's called The Last Commandment, correct? That's it. Yeah, terrific. Yeah, right. thank you. Thanks for, so much you know. for, uh, for enlightening us, and uh, the Weekend Warrior Nation will be there uh, to buy this book and really get into the beginning of many books with these characters. I want to thank you so much for getting up early to be with us. All right. Thank you, Robbie. Okay. The great Scott Shepard, my favorite writer in Los Angeles. Coming up next, we'll open the clinic. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Holy emoji, clap man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy hamstrings. Along with Doc's clapper vision. Breathe deeply. And advice to callers. On your toes, Robin. So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. 